What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones, and we got another good week for you. We're going to get right into it. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers right off the bat. Apparently, it's going to work out. Apparently, uh, apparently A-Rodge is going to report to camp once this deal is reworked, um, basically, just for this season. Um I think he wants some guarantees that he'll either be um, able to walk or traded at the end of this season. Um, so basically, as long as this is his last season in Green Bay, seems like he's going to show up, which uh, I drafted him last week in fantasy. So I, uh, I hope he plays on for that Green one. Bay. Yep. I have uh, Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So Wow. He, what, even, you, what picks did you get them? Oh, it was a weird draft. It's a it's a league with the super flex and the tight ends are yeah, one like and a half PPR. One and a half, yeah. So I mean, it was a weird draft. I uh, yeah, I'll tell you guys about it later. But I couldn't believe what these fucking guys were picking. I I'm gonna smoke these fools. Was you it quarterbacks know. early? Um, kind of. Yeah, I think I that's, took yeah. Rodgers in like the fifth round. That's like, how super. That's how super. That 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 makes sense though. Like, that's how super flex goes. Yeah. These guys but. are taking all these different positions. There wasn't a wide receiver drafted until the until the fourth round, end of the fourth round. Oh, that's weird. It, it was weird. It was really weird. I don't know. Oh, it's crazy. But let's talk about Rodgers. Let's get back on track here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, we thought he was gonna. I thought I thought he was gonna report. Event. I, I didn't think he was gonna miss any time this year. But I, even I'm a little surprised at how it kind of quickly it got resolved. I didn't see that happening. Um, I mean, you know, I guess he, at the end of the day, that's really what he wanted is is control on his future from year to year, and he got it. So, well, Friday night they were saying he was going to retire. I know in a week. It, 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 but I feel like Aaron Rodgers of of all the quarterbacks is the most savvy with creating a narrative. You know. Yeah. He he knows how to he knows quickly. how to work it and get and and leverage what he you know what he wants. Mm-hmm. So I'm not yeah. surprised so, he got what he wanted in the end. Yeah, so it basically voids his uh, 2023 year. like, mm-hmm. And then next year, yeah, like you said, he'll either be able to be traded if he's unhappy, which he probably will because they're not going to win the Super Bowl. I'm sure Dave will pick them anyway, though. And if he is happy, he can they're stay. <laughs> they, I mean, they they always are, but they're really a pretender because they never, they never, they never get to the chip. But, um... And then the other the other weird piece of it was that, so basically it frees up money for them this year the way they're gonna do the contract, um, but he's still gonna get the same amount of money. So it's like going to be some deferred money, um, and like he needs them to trade for Randall Cobb. That's one of the concessions that he needs. Um, Randall Cobb's obviously one of his good friends. Had two really good years for them. Other than that, it's just been like a decent slot receiver for most of his career. You know, it's been like a 600-yard, five or six TD guy, um, and that's really Where even one is of the Cobb main. Right now, he's on the Texans right oh, now. Oh, he's still so. in Houston. Okay. Yeah, so I'm sure he'd want to get out of there, but I mean, it's not a guarantee they can trade for him. 
but I'm pretty sure in order for this to go through, he needs to be, he needs Randall Cobb. And I'm sure, I mean, Randall Cobb, I looked up his age, he's only 30, I thought he was like 40, like, I feel like he's so old. I feel like he's been around forever. Yeah, I feel forever. like he's been around forever, yeah. See, um, but that seems to be the main concession to get one of the main ones, other than what we talk about already, to get him to stay for the year. Um... Like, I think Rod, I mean, I think Cobb can definitely, like, help them. But, like, you know, I don't think Randall Cobb's the difference. Uh, you know, I don't I don't understand. Like, their their offense isn't the issue, really. Like, it's their defense. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why he's not worried about, like, them, you know. Like, I know they don't have a great wide receiver, too, but you have Aaron Rodgers. He makes it work. Like, why, why isn't he upset that they, they don't have, like, an elite defense? Or, like, that they're not going after, like, stud defensive players? They, like they always the, have they like won a the Super Bowl. Oh. He's got Aaron Rodgers had a top five defense once in his career. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so that's a, that's a hard. Go. Brady's had a top five defense, I think, six times. He's won the Super Bowl every time. It's what wins the Super Bowl. Like at a, you know, it's obviously like yeah. not saying that they these guys can't win without that, you know. But when you have it, they win. You know, like when you're an all time yeah. great. Same with Brees. Same with five Brees. quarterback ever. You. Actually, no, common misconception. Saints were 26th ranked defense the year that they won. 25th or 26th, something like that. They were in the 20s for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so th- their defense played fantastic throughout that, that postseason. So it was kind of a, 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 a misguided stat because they were fantastic. C- they were they played the like Seahawks a top had a defense. top defense. The Broncos had a top defense when they won. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Broncos literally the defense is the only reason they won. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Payton and Shirley it's, didn't uh, get it done. I mean, I, I can't know. say anything because when the Patriots beat the Rams, the defense is the only reason we won as well. So, yeah, yeah, that go. was a, that was probably that was probably one of the uglier Super Bowls of my life. It was yeah. the it, it yeah. was definitely the Super Bowl of my like memory that I least enjoyed watching. There's nothing, yeah. nothing entertaining about it. I don't know. No. A couple, yeah, a couple sacks, a couple like, a couple Jared Goff picks. I don't know. Like, if if your first response about the most exciting part of the Super Bowl is a couple sacks, that's all you need to say. I mean, it tells <laughs> yeah. the whole fucking story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty depressing. Um, no. Yeah, no. It's good though. I think. I mean, I wouldn't want to see. A year without Aaron Rodgers, like it's not like he's not at the top of his game. I mean, he's still top five quarterback in the league. It's not like he's a bum and we're holding on to it. I mean, it'd be like if Big Ben went away, I wouldn't mind. It'd be yeah, okay. It's a I totally can, different. I can I mean, live the guy's, Big Ben at this point. The guy's yeah. literally the current NFL MVP. <laughs> That's so yeah. true. I, I forgot mean, he won the MVP. I forgot about literally that. Literally, NFL MVP right he now. He, in fact, was the best quarterback in the league last year. Yeah. And he, yeah, he, yeah I forgot he won the MVP. He was hands That's down the right. best. He was hands down the best quarterback last year. Yeah. And he didn't I mean, have a wide. Re- and he didn't have a wide receiver too. And he made no. a no-name tight end a top five tight end. And he didn't have Devontae Adams for what six games? Uh, it was like two and a half. Yeah. Was it was two and a half? I thought it was longer than that. It wasn't. It wasn't long. He just uh, he had, he he played with the with that with that foot injury for a little bit or whatever it was turf toe right, or whatever. Right, right, right. But he, he that's been a nagging injury throughout his career. And also Devontae Adams has now re-engaged in listening on a long-term deal with the Packers, 
which would be a deal that would shatter probably every wide receiver deal, which is interesting. Some people are confused because they're like, why would he sign long-term if he doesn't know if Rod... Well, first of all, he, he'd be getting like four or five years, I think like 120-something million. That's a lot of money. Like, I, I'll play in Green Bay. I don't care for that amount of money. And also, two, none of like, those guys live in Green Bay. Like, they live in Green Bay yeah. for four months. And, you know? like, also, that doesn't mean he couldn't be traded at some point. And if he does sign up long-term, it does help Rodgers' chances of staying long-term. Like, you know, probably realistically, they need to get to the Super Bowl or win it for him to stay. But maybe they can make it to the Super Bowl. Maybe they lose. And Devontae Adams is locked up for five years. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't if hurt Rodgers' chances. If I'm Adams, I just negotiate the same thing that Rodgers did. I want the same freedoms over the next two years that Rodgers has. I make my decisions uh, yeah, that, based but, on him. And who cares as, a, as the Packers? Who gives a fuck? You're going to pay him. You're gonna. You're happy paying him that, whether he's there for one year or five years. You're happy giving. You're you're happy making Devontae Adams the highest. But what what is that? What is Adams? What is Adams gonna give up in return? But he's gonna consider signing with you ever. That's what he's gonna give up in return. But he already is though. I don't think he is. I don't think Devontae Adams wants to be there without Aaron Rodgers. He was, and then That's he, what I just I, would I don't think. I don't think a non I don't think a non quarterback would be able to have that leverage. I just don't. I mean, because also, like... Okay, so then let the best receiver in the NFL walk and Aaron Rodgers with him, you know? Like, you want... The Packers have no leverage. The fact of the matter is, market value for Devontae Adams is the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Give him the... I just think it's... I think it's way higher than... I think it's going to be, like, $25 per year. I don't think it's going to be... I think it's going to be absolutely ridiculous price... Whatever it I is, gonna, so then maybe you only give Devonte Adams twenty two million or twenty three, like whatever it is. You that's give what I'm saying. Him. He's got to be he's got to be giving up something, even if it's three or four million dollars less per year to you know. But what's the to, downside? There's real no downside if you're the Packers because you get you're gonna give him that regard. Like you you're fine giving him that. Let's just say it's a normal. You know, none of the outside shit matters. You're fine giving Devonte Adams that contract. Well, the downside the is you can't trade him. Then you lose him for nothing. But then you don't have to pay him. You can't trade him now. Yeah, but you know you can you can trade him now, but no team's not gonna no team's gonna trade him without then signing him to that same massive contract and note that which already eliminates twenty five out of the thirty two teams. Yeah, but the fact is they'd get they'd get a good haul for him. They'd still they'd still get something solid for him. That's fair, but I mean, you're gonna get he's gonna walk no matter what on that. You know, without it, you know. If I'm Adams, that's what I say. And I say, okay, don't. I'll fucking, I'll walk with Rodgers next year, and I'll I'll go, there's plenty of teams, you know, there's 15 of the How NFL teams. How many years does he have left? How many years does he have left? Adams? Yeah. On, like on his current deal? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming one. Maybe two. I'm assuming one as well, too, but that also kind of changes it. Because, like, once again, it's that thing. If you have two or three years left on your deal... You don't have a ton of leverage. 2022, he's an unrestricted free agent. So he's got one year left. Yeah. Yep. He's making. He's gonna be making 12 million and a half. 12. Yeah, I think he's gonna make double that. I. Th- I think, or I think he's gonna at least want 24, 25 mil. And that. I mean, um, he's got an argument. He's been underpaid the whole time for at least the last two years. He's got. Yeah, he's got an argument. He's been unarguably yeah, sure. a top four receiver the last two years. I mean, even in his down years, he's been a double TD guy. 
every you could year. argue he was the best receiver. You still can. He's the best receiver in the NFL last year and now going into this year. I don't know who you'd put over. Well, him, in fact, I think last last year was Michael Thomas. Probably I'm not. I mean, two years ago was Michael Thomas because Michael Thomas had a historic season. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, two years ago. I'm saying yeah. the last two years he's been a top four receiver. Yeah, could, yeah. I would have listened to arguments on D Hop and and Julio and whatever, but. Last year yeah, pre- he was the best receiver in the Adams. NFL, and this year think- he's he's gonna be he's projected as the best receiver going into the season. Yeah, Adams is younger, and I think he's more athletic than Hopkins to me. Um, There's no one I'm taking in the NFL over Devontae Adams. If you said give any receiver in the league a three-year deal, there's no one I'm taking over Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, long term, I would take other guys, but like right now, for like a couple years, yeah, exactly. I would take that's Adams. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if I if I could pick if you could pick any one wide receiver in the NFL right now, I think I'd pick Justin Jefferson for like the for like for like the rest of their careers. I think I'd pick, pick Justin Jefferson. AJ Brown would be up there for me. I was gonna say I'd probably go AJ Brown or um <clears throat> some slight DK. injury concerns with AJ Brown, but you know, it's still only yeah. one year. You know, it's like it's his second year. He missed five games, whatever. Um Yeah. Ridley, Ridley. The other one I was thinking really of was Ridley. Yeah. yeah. Ridley, Ridley's up there for sure. Yeah, Godwin. There's a few. No, <laughs> not few. Godwin. You wouldn't take Godwin or uh, sorry, not Godwin. I Mike wouldn't Evans. put up with those guys. No, Darius Tony. I know guys. Relax. I know he's Kadarius like third. He's like third. Evans is uh, is older though. I'm talking about like the young the young guys. Like those guys, I think are all in the same tier. Ridley, Brown, DK, Jefferson. Um, some are in their second. Some are in their third young. year. Wait, Godwin's 24, 25. Godwin's twenty four, twenty five. Godwin's twenty five. I just how don't think Godwin is, is nearly as talented as any of those guys. I just don't think he's as Diggs? talented. Twenty-eight, I think. Twenty-seven. Oh, okay, right. My, I my thing with how many years he was in Minnesota. My thing with Godwin is when he put up the insane numbers, he had a quarterback throwing it seven million times a game. Yeah. And I like him. And last year, his numbers went down. He had injuries, and he had the goat throwing him the ball. So it's been very ideal for him from a numbers perspective. Between no one gives you more value than Winston. I mean, you know, he would see thir- 12, 13 targets certain games, and yeah, maybe two of them were picked, but the other, you know, <laughs> yeah. nine. But Brady's, went for always been a, Brady's always been a guy that spreads the ball around. So you, yeah. you can never, outside of Randy Moss, who was he really like dominated his his yeah. you know throw. throw I would say Godwin. Too. I would say Godwin's like twenty. Edelman was Edelman was getting ten receptions a game for yeah. A Godwin's good, got twenty five. Oh, yeah, that was that was yeah. Brady's. I only can throw eight yard slant yes. phase. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. for for those guys, I I just for me, I lo- I love a lot of them. I really, I mean, they're really dynamic athletes. Um, I think Jefferson's the youngest too. I, I think yeah, I th- he's a, he was a rookie last year, right? Yeah. 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 I think Jefferson just has like. I feel like he has the quick twitch ability that the others don't have. I mean, the others made out of the things, but like the quick twitch athleticism. Like DK is the fastest and arguably the strongest. He just doesn't really have the best hands. Ridley is super fast, and Ridley's probably probably closer to Jefferson. And then Brown is just very similar to DK. I think just extremely expro- explosive, and Jack just probably not as fast. As DK, I mean they're they're all they're all freaks. The wide receiver position so so loaded. It really so is. It's like it's like talented. the point guard position in the NBA right now. Yeah, 
And all oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is asking for is Randall Cobb. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, think about who they could. And they still might like. not give it to him. They still might not give it to yeah. him. Yeah, they still be like, like, fuck you. We're not getting Randall Cobb. But no, I mean, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with Rodgers. I mean, just hopefully he plays. I, I don't want to not see him play. But um, we got another big event this week. A couple big events this week. The first one though, on the 29th, which is what Thursday night. Thursday. Uh, the NBA draft coming up. How did that get here already? I feel like we were uh, still regular season. And it's like a month ago. late. You know, it's it feels like yeah. it, you know it's usually yeah. middle end of June. It's like you know June 23rd or something usually. Um, right. Yeah, that's true. With the month being the season being delayed a month. Yeah. Um, no, it's crazy though. What do you guys? Who do you guys see making the biggest move here? I know there's a ton of uh, potential trade rumors out there. Uh, teams moving up, um, possibly OKC and Cleveland swapping picks. Yeah, I think that's a real possibility. I could see a deal with the, between those two teams where Cleveland moves back to six, OKC moves up to three, and. OKC takes on Kevin Love. Something like that. Oh, that wouldn't be bad. OKC gets a... a they move up to three and maybe get in a, f- a future pick or a, a pick swap and take on Kevin Love. That's the, the yeah. K- OKC MO. Um, That's they, they wanted... Do. They were supposed to be the number four pick, like, you know, from an odd standpoint heading into the lottery. Um, and reports are they really love Jalen Green and Evan Mobley, so... If they got into the top three, that would guarantee them one of those guys. Uh, yeah, and, they 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 need a, they need to they need to get higher and get some because they have so many picks, but they need to ascend in the in the draft in these next couple of years. Yeah, I it, like I would love for OKC to do that, take on Love, move up to three, take Green or Mobley, and then package sixteen and eighteen and move up to like the nine to twelve range. Yeah. And and get another get and get like a, a Moses Moody or a Keon Johnson or a Jalen Johnson, a, a scoring wing, um, to to go or even James Booknight if they could get high enough. I do yeah. love Jonathan Kaminga, who they're projected to take at six right now, but I, I like Jalen Green better, and apparently they like Evan Mobley better. So that's that's a real a team that I think will have a lot of movement on draft night. Uh, also, the Warriors. I mean, it would be at this point. It would be pretty shocking to see Golden State use both seven and fourteen on rookies right now. I would expect some yeah. some deal packaging those two picks with uh, with Wiggins and or Wiggins. Wiseman for a, a star. You know, what that, if they trade Bradley Beal for Bradley Beal? That's a I mean Bradley Beal. Name me a team who's going to, you know, one thing I've learned about uh, NBA NBA fan bases this offseason, I don't know if it's gotten worse or I just haven't noticed it, the value that these people think that they're going to get back for their team, for their star is absurd. Talking about like four first-round picks, an all-star, and two starters for Bradley Beal? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, That would be a good deal, though, getting seven and then, you know, Getting seven Wiggins and even li- like that's what I'm saying. You're you're telling me for Bradley Beal, you Wait, would not accept two. Let's call the two lottery picks this year. That deal I just said: seven. two lottery picks, Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, 
and we'll throw in either a pick swap or a future first. So that's three first, two of them guaranteed yeah. lotteries right away, a 25-year-old wing who can score. You know, There's a lot of wrong with Andrew Wiggins, but one thing he can do is score. And a legitimately great athletic young big to pair alongside uh, uh, Ryu. So I thought you were gonna go lo- more low ball on that, but I would, I would, I would do that. I would do that. That's what I'm saying. What what team yeah. is gonna give you a better offer? I mean, you could yeah. you could say like no maybe you could pry Jalen Brown away from the Celtics, but is oh, and, I really fucking hope and Jalen Brown? That. Yes, he's probably the best player, like straight up player you could get in a return deal. But what else is coming with him? You know that deal. Jalen yeah, Brown, I don't understand. It's I not, don't understand those star for star deals. I don't yeah. really understand when neither of the teams are that close. Like I don't um, like it changes absolutely nothing for the Wizards. So now you have to like change trade Jalen Brown for assets now because you don't want you can't win right now. No. Yeah. Like Jalen Brown's probably a better two way player, but he's not the offensive player. Be like you know Jalen Brown isn't putting up forty five fifty on any given night. You know you're paying you know, Jalen Brown. You're paying for four years. Younger, you know. Yeah, you want to go younger. You want to go talent, young talent, and and draft capital. Basically, so. you're just buying yourself three or four years to build a team around Jalen Brown instead of Bradley Beal, because you're not going to build a team around Bradley Beal. You, Bradley no, Beal will never be on a that. winning team yeah. again, in or at least a contending team again in Washington. Well, well, how old's Beal? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. And how old? I mean, how old's Brown? 24, 25? 24, 24, Yeah. That's I, you're doing. The only you're thing that scares me, the only thing that scares yeah. me that that's gonna happen is Beal really wants to play with Tatum. That's like, yeah, that's been around that he really wants to play with Tatum, and oh, I really hope it doesn't happen. I, I, mean, I, I, I still, I don't it like to it. Happen. I just don't want to go with. I know we don't need another guard. We need. Yeah, you need, we need you a need, dominant big guy. You need either a dominant big or a, or a point guard. Like getting another wing guard with Tatum. Like, like Tatum's not. You know, incredible without the ball, and Beal's not. You know, like these guys, like you know, they like to have the ball in their hands. Sure, they obviously can shoot, but like, they're neither of them are playmakers. Beal or like that, neither of them are like elite playmakers. Like they're scorers. Like so, you're getting like two kind of similar players, and like you're kind of seeing that with Team USA right now. Like they don't have as many playmakers. It's all like just star, like like wings that can score. Yeah. So then, like, when one is doing all the work, the others are looking around. And then if they don't score, you don't score. Like, you know, like all these guys, Booker, KD, Willard's probably the only, like, playmaker on, you know, like, legit playmaker. Like, all these guys, they're just, like, standing around while these guys go to work. So, like, that doesn't really, that doesn't make the Celtics, like, an elite team at that point. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. I mean, and that, that package the Warriors can offer really applies to... Any star in the league, you know, Ben Simmons, same thing. CJ McCollum, same thing. I mean, I guess the I don't know Sixers, if it'd be enough for. I don't know if it'd be enough for Dame, honestly. That, that's fair, but I don't think. I think Dame's the. You don't think it's. I don't think far they would. Off. I, I don't. I, I one. I don't think it's far off, because yeah, the only way Dame off. would do it is if. The only way Dame gets traded is if you request to trade, and when you request to trade, your value inherently goes down. Because Dame's yeah, not going to request a trade. If Dame requests a trade, the most amount of teams he will allow to be traded to is three. And I don't know if he even wants to go there, but and so that, that's exactly another. that's another thing. Like, does Dame is the last person I would w- think would be pumped to go join the Warriors? You know, that'd be a super team. Exactly. 
Um, I mean, they're instantly the heavy favorites to win the title if they get Dame. But oh yeah, you know, it would I, also be a it would be a, it would definitely be a weird constructed team. It would definitely be a very bad defensive team. I'll tell you that with what they'd probably have to give up and Dame and and Curry guarding as your starting backcourt. I obviously know offensively how good they would be, but. You know. I mean, listen. I think I think the Warriors are the favorites to win it all if they get any of, if they get either, Beal, Beal, Dame, or CJ. In exchange for what that well, for that yeah, like, type of package. So I, I like, CJ is almost more of a fit in a way because like I mean, Dame and Curry. Oh, CJ is a great fit on there. I think I think yeah, CJ is a even better fit, fit than Wiggins. You know, I think that's I think, why. I think, no, I think CJ is a better fit than Dame, just not as Agreed. good. I, I, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think the Warriors. That's why I'm so. There's so many options for them to legitimately upgrade their team by a huge amount. You know, there's mm-hmm. they have two lottery picks. One's the number seven overall pick in in a very stacked draft. Uh, so I, I, that's that's a team I would be very stunned if they didn't make a serious move in the next three days. If they don't. It's pro- it's like a failure. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think I think teams that refuse that deal will will view it will view it as a missed opportunity in in the days after um, because they're not. I mean, no they one's going to come on, close to it. They passed on Lamelo. I mean, that's not great. No, not great. No, that's already a bad luck. Like I don't care. Like. James Wiseman ain't ain't having a better career than um, and Lamelo. Like I think that's no, clear. but but if you can if you can flip Wiseman as a part of a deal for Bradley Beal and you guys win two titles out of it or one title, it's a deal you make every day of the week. Oh yeah, definitely. Because you wouldn't be uh, able it's to you, a deal. You, the the fact remains you while Wiseman probably won't have a, as good of a career as Lamelo Ball, you can't trade. You could not justify trading Lamelo. Right now, you can justify trading James Wiseman. You could not justify yeah. trading Lamelo Ball. I mean, Lamelo yeah. Ball is like, yo, you want Lamelo Ball? Yeah, Dame. We'll give you Lamelo and one first round pick for Dame. Like that's the level of potential Lamelo yeah. Ball has. We're not, you know, and and feel lucky that you're getting that first round pick because Dame's thirty one, yeah. Lamelo's twenty one, twenty coming off the Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. And he's got superstar written all over him for the next 15 years. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's almost a blessing in disguise if they pull off a deal for a star using Wiseman. Um, but we'll see. Uh, another one. I mean, obviously my Knicks. I, I would be. I wouldn't be stunned if they picked it both 19 and 21. But I would expect them to move up. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's not 19 and 21 to move up. Maybe it's 19. Who are you and targeting 32. right now? If you if you stay at that spot, who are they? trying to get who are the uh I, I, the thing is i do love a lot of at 19 and 21 i love a lot of guys that could fall into the knicks uh range i i mean butler uh jared butler from baylor yeah yeah he's one of them so i mean there's like when i say a lot like eight to ten guys that i really would be just fine with us taking uh on the high side it's you know moses moody davion mitchell jalen Johnson, if they're able to move up, but if they stay yeah. at 19 and 21, uh, Chris Duarte, Jaden Springer, Kai Jones, Zaire Williams, Sharif Cooper, Isaiah Jackson, mm-hmm. Jared Butler, uh, Trey Mann out of Florida, point guard. Yeah. 
Um, and even in the second, because the, the, they got the second pick of the second round, number 32, uh, you know, a guy like Quentin Grimes, who I think is I've always loved his game out of Houston. I think he could be a really yeah. solid player at the next level, and he's projected around there. Uh, B.J. Boston, shooting guard at Kentucky. There's a lot of how high could talent. they get if they if they packaged all? It probably wouldn't happen, but if they packaged all three of those for one pick, how high do you think they could move? I, anything outside the top ten for all three of those, I would think is a bad deal. For me yeah, personally, probably right. You, you'd probably need to get in the seven or eight range. Right? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say seven, eight, nine, around there. Yeah. Um, because that's a lot of that's a lot of that's a lot of picks. Yeah, it's a lot of picks, and it's a deep draft, you know, especially at that. It's, cause yeah, like, the, the, it's fine if they stay where they are. To be honest, like I don't think there's any yeah, issue with that. I agree. I, I'm fine with that too. I just think you know, Thibodeau runs such a, a short rotation that I, for him, I think quality is so much more important than quality quantity. So, mm-hmm. I would, uh, if I had to guess, I would say they packaged. Either both first round pick, both nineteen and twenty one, or nineteen and thirty two to get somewhere in the eleven to fourteen range. To get like Davian Mitchell. Yeah, I would say Davian Mitchell, Moses Moody, Jalen Johnson, one of those guys. Um, but also, you could also, if you did have those pieces, you you would be in a better position for someone like Dame or a big a big fish. If yeah. They, if they did if they did pan out and they did they did look really. You know, like I look at someone like quickly. I think like quickly would be like a really good piece in a trade. Um, you know, like you said, like who knows? Like if they draft even possibly similar position, like quickly's like role. I think going forward for like long term, like we don't really know what he'll be. We don't know if he'll be like a point guard. We don't know he'll if he'll be you know a combo guard. We don't know like if he's going to be with them long term or. But like I feel like he could be a really nice piece in a trade. Yeah, I mean, right now I think I think Quickly's career projection is Lou Williams with with more range, better defender too. I mean, I would mm. take that in a heartbeat. I think that's a little on the high <laughs> side. Lou Williams is the greatest bench player in NBA history. Uh, I'm I'm just t- I'm saying from a skill standpoint, Lou. that's the type of player he is. Lou. That's the type of role he 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 can score. He's so a fantastic saying, defender. So you're saying you're saying the role. Yeah, the role. Because you're not expecting him to have the career Lou Williams. Because no. I'm saying if you, if I would not, he would be an untouchable for me then at that point. No, I mean, he that, would that, be. That's yeah. I'm I'm saying he projects to be some like his his game and skill set are, are similar okay. to that of Lou Williams. Yeah. And I think he projects to be that type of player in like a that type of role. Upside defender. Yeah, with a higher. Yeah. He's a better defender than Lou Williams is right now. Yeah. And he's only going to get better. Um, mm-hmm. And he's a better shooter than Lou Williams is right now, and he's only going to get better. So you know, I, he's not as crafty yet. I don't think he's he yeah. doesn't have as much basketball IQ yet. He's not a, as mm. you know, Lou Williams is a hooper. You know, I don't want to take yeah. that away from him. You know, but I think there's a lot there. Yeah, a lot of Ain't a lot no of comparisons. Player there. better than Lemon Pepper Lou. No, we don't remember oh. the lemon pepper wings at the Atlanta Strip Club during the NBA oh, yeah. bubble. Yeah, no it quickly that. wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just realized, Sully, that the Celtics do not have a first-round pick um, this year either. Not good. They traded that shit to Washington. 
I don't remember what deal they traded that to Washington because I don't remember getting it get, yeah, I mean, anything it gets, from Washington. It gets crazy. It's hard to remember things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm wondering where that uh, came from. But what are you gonna do? You know, what are you gonna do? So do we think uh, Cade is going first? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I think it's as lock as possible. Yeah. I think I checked the odds yesterday. He was minus six thousand to go number one. Oh, oh, great! I don't have. I don't that. think. I, yeah, I don't think the pick's being traded either. I think they're taking yeah. him, and yeah, they've made it known. And I, I wonder what um, I wonder what they'll do with uh, Killian Hayes. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, he didn't have the best year, but he showed some flashes. Um, where was he taken? Like eight or nine or something? I think seven. But yeah, seven, that range. Yeah, seven, like maybe that. eight, maybe nine. But I think so, seven. That's uh, yeah, that's interesting because I mean. Obviously, you don't not take him because obviously it's it's Cunningham. You don't not take him because of Killian Hayes. But it, in hindsight, you wish you know maybe maybe we didn't take someone like Killian. But they did have some good good players. They did take in the draft though. They they had Sadiq Bay. He's a really nice young player, putting up like thirteen and five out of Villanova. He even did better than I thought he would as a rookie, and I'm a Nova fan. And then you have Isaiah Stewart, who who who's who's a very had a nice year as a center. Um, so they didn't they didn't like strike out at all. They have a couple pieces there, um, so they're finally starting to rebuild. Obviously, and if they get Cunningham, you know, and if he's a superstar, that's the fastest way to do it. But yeah, maybe they'll trade him. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be, I, I would I would assume Hayes is, you know, because I don't know if, if you're not. I gonna, just don't know how much you're gonna get for him. Yeah, but I mean, are you gonna Packers make the, are you gonna make else. the kid a backup point guard immediately? You know. No, it's not a good spot. So you, 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 I mean, you'd have to package him with another veteran. I feel like. So maybe and that's what you do. Maybe that's what you do. What what veterans do they even have? I can't even think. I mean, I doubt they want to trade Jeremy Grant unless they get a star in return, or you know, an All Star level guy. That's true. They have Jeremy Grant. They they put themselves in a tough position, but I mean, it's a it's a good problem to have, I guess, when you have the number one. Pick. Yeah, I mean, they've they've done they've put themselves in a bad position for the last ten years. That's true. Yeah, they've been a notoriously terribly run franchise. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think who else. I've heard a lot about the Lakers trading back because... Plumley, Plumley's a veteran. They might be able to move. That's true. That's true. Plumley had a nice year. Plumley and Killian Hayes. Maybe get, maybe get a... Maybe get another decent young player. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lakers have... Because apparently, you know, people view this like... There's so many great... You know, wing players and and scores kind of swing men in that in that the twenty to like thirty five range that they, mm-hmm. which is what the Lakers are projected to kind of target in this draft. Um, so they they think the Lakers might trade back to pick up another early second rounder. You know, trade back to like the mid twenties or something like that. Um, try and pick up something extra on the way, um, and also save themselves some cap space. You know, maybe they're getting someone. The difference between a you know the pick number thirty three and pick number twenty two. What if they tr- what if they used it as trade bait? They very well could, very well could. What uh, pick do they have? Twenty two. It's not that bad. You know, I mean, because the Lakers obviously they didn't. I mean, normally you think LeBron teams are picking at the end of the first yeah. round, but twenty two yeah, isn't. 30, you know, twenty yeah. twenty two isn't isn't you know. So right in that Nick range, you know, you could get you can get a good player. 
You know, they, I mean, sometimes injuries, like things like MPJ was taken late. Obviously, Mitchell was taken late. You know, not that late, but even Kuzma. I mean, Kuzma hasn't been as good as we thought, but he was a uh, he was taken in that range, right? Like twenty two, something in the twenties. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty I think sure. So. I think so. I think it was even later. I think it was like it was something in the in like the late in like the late twenties. Kuzma, what pick was he like a twenty fifth, twenty five? Twenty five, yeah, right. So. You can definitely, I mean, the odds definitely go down for getting, like, a superstar, but you can get a really good role player, if not better, and starter in the 20s, in the early 20s. Yeah, I think that's kind of their, that's kind of their, their goal. I mean, they're going to lose, you know, they're definitely going to lose, almost definitely going to lose Caruso, uh, and potentially Taylor Horton Tucker, and potentially KCP, and Kuzma. Mm -hmm. So you know it's it's a uh, it's different for them. They got, but they would be getting something for Kuzma and and uh, and KCP. Correct, correct. They'd be they'd yeah. be getting, hopefully, a significant player back if that's what they're dealing. Because what do you? Yeah, and there you know, there'd be a pick or, there'd be a pick attached to it. Yeah, you'd have to. I mean, sure. it's, yeah, because you, it's it's not like you know Kuzma and KCP at worst are very solid role players, so. Trade, 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 trade all your firsts, and those two guys for Shade Gillis, Alexander's. Maybe, maybe the Thunder just want to keep dumping. Right, right. I don't think they do that, but no, I, mean, I think Shea is like the one guy they they want to keep around for a long time. They're they're they go a little they they went a little too crazy with the draft picks. If you ask me, I don't know. I mean, they just we'll see how it goes. I mean, they've got so many. It just comes to a point where you gotta. Capitalize you on got, them. Yeah, you still gotta, you still gotta, you gotta spend them at some point. You, you gotta know? put them together. Yeah, I mean, because you're, you know, half those picks you're probably gonna miss on. You know, you think about it, like, like any good. It's also team, like you like don't you're wanna, not gonna even if you hit on them, you can't like as a franchise afford to sign three. Pay all of them. Yeah, because the, if you hit on a draft pick, like hit hit on a draft pick, that's it's a max, a max deal. deal. You can't afford yeah. to sign three max deals. In a year, unless you have no one on the books, virtually yeah. no one on the books, you know, so you can't. It's got. It, it, there's. There's. While it's nice to have all these draft picks, there's. There are distinct yeah. disadvantages, or at least potential disadvantages, that come along with having them. If I was them, I'd want to parlay them together and move up in drafts. That's what I would do. Yeah, I think that's kind of what they're gonna do. Um, but why not make a play for a guy like, you know. Colin Sexton and create a backcourt with Shea that where both guys can handle the ball, you know, and score. Well, then they're gonna have to pay Colin big money, and they're not gonna be ready to win. But they won't have much money on the books. So I know. Well, they, they have this behind the Knicks. They have the second most salary cap space. Yeah. So they got. That's why they, you know, would do it to take on Love, and they get they move up three spots, and maybe it's yeah. it's number three, Colin Sexton, Kevin Love for, you know, number six. And, you know, one of the second round, you know, number six and 18, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Cleveland gets their two guys, and they get rid of Love, and they get rid of – they don't have to pay Sexton. They get a first-round pick out of Sexton. Can't – it's tough to argue a deal like that, you know. Yeah, it is. Well, we also have this week the MLB trade deadline coming up. 
A lot of moves. A lot of moves being talked about. One of the big ones, obviously, uh, Max Scherzer. Uh, has a full no-trade clause. According to his agent, wants to, wants to re-sign. Um, wants to sign an extension, but... There's definitely going to be a lot of suitors for him. I'm sure. I'm sure Washington's phone um, has been and will be ringing all week. It looks like right now, Sully, the Max Scherzer trade odds. The Mets are the favorites at three to one. Uh, we are, which uh, is a shock to me, because obviously it's what price are we? You know, I'm not giving up our top draft pick for Scherzer right now. Um, also, for are, them to trade in division. You like, like, I mean, like yeah, premium. that would be a weird move. It's so rare it happens anyway, it's, but you're it's just odd like that we're the top pitcher. It's, you know, your ace. It's weird that we're the favorites. And why would yeah. he want to go to the Mets? Why would he want to go to the Mets? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't get it either. I mean, maybe he likes the culture. I I, I don't know. Why maybe, would he want to like, go to the Yankees? He he had a chance to go to the Yankees and chose the Nationals. You know, I mean, yeah, maybe I mean, something's changed in five years, but he, he had the he he's had getting a up. He's get, I mean, yeah, he's he's getting older. Um, I don't think the Yankees or the Mets, if he goes there, are like world's, you know, are favorites for the World Series, though. Um, so. No, I don't, I don't think they are either. You know. I mean, it's certain, like, yeah. it's kind of one of those things everything resets in the playoffs, but, like, are they going to get to the playoffs, first of all? Yeah. yeah, Dave, that, I don't know, after that loss on Sunday, I, I don't think so, buddy. It's tough. That was, it's tough. That was the definition. I of mean, tough. that series, <laughs> to me, kind of nailed the. Like that was the real final nail in the coffin on the AL East, but I mean, like I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not putting any. Is well, the A's it, have lost unlikely? three in a row. Absolutely, but I'm not saying I'm not going to yeah. sit here and say the Yankees are dead in the water on the wild card completely. Not yet. Let's They're only see what three they... and a half back because the A's lost three in a row. But the Mariners are creeping up slowly, and the Mariners are just. They're just playing fantastic, and have no one's going to give them, no one's giving them any credit. No one's taking them serious. But the further we get, and the further they keep making a run, you gotta, you gotta give them credit that they're no, gonna be absolutely. in the mix at the least. Absolutely, I'm just saying, like the the Yankee fans that are you know ready to sell the entire farm and give up on this season is, we've made the World Series as the wild card before. What do we do? You yeah, know? Well, I, I, you know, I, I think you know, you shouldn't be selling the whole farm to be full buyers right now, and you shouldn't be, no, you know, selling the stars. Not named Judge, you know, but I think you can you can make some moves, you know, for a starting pitcher, for a first baseman, for a center fielder, or any you know, two of those three maybe, um, maybe a closer, you know, seeing as how yours is yeah, just all of a sudden no, the bull, worst reliever bullpen in baseball. Help, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't be the worst yeah. thing ever. I mean, that's the thing too is they they do have multiple needs because on paper you wouldn't think they have as many, but I mean the closing out games they've been awful. Um, they've blown, I think, the most four-run leads going to the eighth inning. I think they've, they've blown that they've three or four. They've lost 20 games this year, tied or leading after the seventh inning. Yeah, it's So awful. going into the eighth inning, that's tough. tied or leading, yeah. they've lost 20 games. I mean, even if you win half of those games, ten that's 10 more wins, you're right in the division race. Yeah, so... And then, you know, first base has been a big need for them because Void hasn't been able to stay healthy, stay healthy and you have no one else. Other than when you put DJ there, I do like um, the I do like the idea of, of trading for Story, moving Glaber back to second, and playing DJ at first and DHing Voit. Stan- I've had enough of Stanton being a little wambulance all the time. Play- yeah, I would do that too. Fucking left fielder, play left field. God damn it! You know, I would trade for 
Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's up to him. I think it's just Boone and the analytic people. But I agree. Yeah, I mean, um, well, yeah, let's. You need to do something about. No, Boone I know. Too, I guess I I'm, I'm talking to the Yankees as yeah. a whole. You know, I don't. I, John, yeah, I, I don't I, think anyone's I, here questioning John Carlo Stanton's, you know, drive or, yeah, you know, uh, toughness. I think. Uh, listen, John Carlo Stanton, tough guy. We don't think we have to debate that. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's enough's enough. Play the goddamn guy in left but field. But I agree. If you get a shortstop, a Baez or a Story, and move, move toward. Because all right, I think things change a little bit for the Yankees. Because I, you know, I'm not saying Glaber Torres is terrible. He's improved a little bit, but still, I mean, you still when you look at the numbers, he's not getting a three hundred million dollar deal that we once he thought he was. No, you know, he's not getting a three. You know what I mean? And that can work to their favor say, in regard of pursuing, the if they can pursuing, pursuing story. Because um, I think you're getting the best offensive Glaber Torres when he's at second. I think he just has less to think about. His feels more comfortable. Um, it's weird. Like with Pete Alonso, it's the same thing. Like, like last year he had a really down year and he wasn't playing first because he's like, I know Tom's a better first baseman, but I like going out to the field. I like playing. Like I feel good at first being a ball player. Like. Torres feels a lot more home at second. Like he's much better at it, I'm sure. So I think at the end of the day, like you know, also from the DJ perspective, D- you want to preserve DJ as much as you can. DJ's 32 already. You know, we, we yeah, got him until he's 36 or 30 until he's 38. Sorry, we got him so six more years. Slide him to first, and then you slide good. him to first. You know, that prolongs his career by a year or two. You know, yeah. just from that position change. So and DJ's mm-hmm. not a guy. DJ will be happy as he is anywhere. Uh, he could play any any of the four uh-huh. positions in the infield. Then Ur- and he'll be Urshela's just as happy. at third. Urshela's at third. Yeah, Urshela, Story or Baez at short. And then the catchers, you know, do you sign Sanchez long term after next year, or do you let trade him at some point, let him walk, or get these you know let these long young prospects come up? I think that's a that's a this off season question. Right now, probably yeah. Know. He's not, he's not being traded right now. He's yeah, definitely not I mean, being he's traded having a good right year. Now. He's having a good year. He just defensively, he's just he's just he doesn't get it. He doesn't know how to backhand the ball. He just doesn't he doesn't turn the glove over. He doesn't even try to half the time. I mean, I saw you know. Well, I saw that one guy. He he had three or four balls that wasn't Sanchez. That other young fourth string guy. But I saw him do two or three in. I think it was three in one game. Two against was it the Mets? It was two in one inning. Three against the game. Like. He just he's got a great arm. It's the same thing. Like even even when like we say he's having a great year, like like what is he batting? Two twenty four. Like I I mean like yeah I know he's like because he because he he came back down to earth a little bit after his run. Seventeen home runs, two nineteen, thirty seven RBIs. Like who is Sanchez? The bar. About? Yeah, the bar yeah. has certainly gotten much much lower for Sanchez. We're like he's having a great year. He's batting two seventeen, and like yeah, there's like, like he's slugging a decent thirty seven RBIs like. And you're gonna be signing him when he's 31. I'm not. I'm not pro signing him at 31 till he's 35. No, but or 30, I, whatever. It's not a. The thing is, it's not a decision we got to make right now. You know. And we unless have, unless he shits the bed in the second half, and then and then he lose value on him. That's fair, but I mean, st- we the point remains we we have we have two viable catchers in. In the major, in the minors, one of which yeah. is, a, I think, our that's number five I, or six prospect. That's where I. That's where that'd be my future catcher. In in you know, those one of those guys is gonna pan out, just yeah. based on the numbers. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I think I think they're safe to, you know, 
kind of carry on without that. You just don't want to get nothing for him in a year and a half. Correct. That's Correct. that's the worst case scenario. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, they are. Uh, they're certainly uh, not in a good spot right now. They're not in a good spot right now for um, not impossible, but not where you thought they'd be. And uh, is Kluber coming back? Not Klu- Severino's the closest, right? Yeah, it says uh, Severino. Um, well, it says they just got a report. New York Yankees have made a trade offer for Story, but there's no traction at this point. So, who knows what that means? Um, so they're they're not going to accept that offer, but they it may get to a point where they get to a deal. Because that's yeah. that's very weird. They made an offer, but there's no traction. Is that yeah. like in like is that like in fantasy where you just send like a low ball offer and you just want to get the ball going and like. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, maybe it's, you know, it to me it's, it, it can never, if you're trying to get a guy and there's open line of communication, it can't be the worst thing ever, you know? It can't be a bad thing. If there's still, if you're still talking, that means the deal is still, potent, there's still potential for a deal. Yeah. So, I'm fine with that. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, the Yankees have to make a move of some, of some kind. You know, I think a, I think yeah. a starting pitcher and just for insurance, you know, even if it's a guy that's a, a two or three, you know, just for insurance sake, because um, I don't think starting pitching is a problem when they're fully healthy, and we proved that, the, you know, for much of the first half of this year, mm-hmm. um, and even you even got Devi who's having a solid year, so you know you can't, I don't know what their plan is with him. I don't know if he's going to be a September call up. I would assume. Um, but who knows what his plan their plans are for him in the postseason, how they'd use him. Um, so, yeah, that and a, and a bat, you know, maybe it's two bats, whether that's an outfielder, whether that's story. They need to do something. They need to, they need to get some more talent in there. They need to shake things up. I really do like the story angle because of the fact that we can move everyone over, you know. Mm-hmm. That that to me has multiple benefits, and I'm Trevor Story's the kind of guy you're you're very happy paying big money to, you know. Yeah. And he's what? He's still only 27, right? 28. I think I think so. Something so yeah, like you that. give him yeah. you give him a four, a five or six year deal, bunch of money, seven year deal, whatever it is. You you live with that, you know. You employ Story. It'll probably be it'll probably be more than that though because of the Lindor and Tatis deal. Yeah, but years wise, I mean, Tatis was what twenty one when he signed there, twenty two. Yeah, well, Lindor just signed it. I'm not saying it's going to be more and more years, but it's. I don't think it's going to be a four or five year deal. I think it's going to be a. No, I think six or seven. I think that's the minimum, though. I think I think he's gonna if if you're going six or seven, I think the average year salary's got to be much higher than in that case, because um, all these guys they're all in the similar category. They're all competing with each other. I mean. Story could say he's not even going to take anything. I mean, look at, like, yeah, it doesn't look great for the Mets and Lindor. Obviously, it's only been half a season, but they're all, all these guys in the same caliber caliber section, like with Seager and Correa, they're all going to ask for similar money. Like, like Lindor just upped Tatis by a million. Like, yeah, think Story's going to be like, it. yeah, give me 150 for five years. Like, no, he's going to be like, I want Lindor, either Lind- crushing Lindor, Per year, or I want 
that length and that total contract. Yeah. Same age, so. But I mean, the, the I mean, you gotta hope that the Yankee, it. the Yankee lore helps a little bit. You know. Did no one learn anything from Robinson Cano? You know. <laughs> he got his money, but I mean. No one became more relevant faster than Robinson Cano the second he left he's the still, Yankees. He's still on the Mets, which is crazy. I know, I know, but no one—he hasn't played a meaningful baseball game since he took off the Yankee no, I pinstripes. Know. I know. So I—I I don't know. Well, that's that's a lot to think about, but yeah, the Yankee Yankees are in in trouble if they don't do anything. Um, yeah. It's going to be an exciting week, though. We got the draft. We got the trade deadline. Yeah. When does free agency start? I'm not sure. M- NBA but, uh, free agency. I'm not sure. Apparently, though, the the Mets are are like, I forgot who it was Buster only or someone. They were like, yeah, like they're like he said it like as if it was a fact. He was like, it was like, Baez, Bryant, or Story. One of those guys is going to the Mets. I think it was Buster only. He's like, yeah, you can book that almost. It was, August it, was, it, was, is it was the start of NBA free agency, by the way. Oh, okay. But so like that's who the Mets are. Lo- the Mets are looking at making a big splash, and the Mets are in the in the Trevor Story market because Lindor being out for so long, and if you get Baez, Baez can play second. You can put McNeil at third, and you know Mc, Mc, uh, Davis is probably gone in that deal. Bryant, who I think is another Lindor, I think he's another player that is really good but overrated. Um, he, I love his versatility, though. He because he can play the outfield for you. His, too. The versatility is really good, though. The versatility is really nice, but like he's just not the player that like he thinks he is and what he was. Like he's got a great attitude, but like he's batting two sixty, like seventeen home runs, like very solid, very good. But like, like he was like the MVP, rookie of the year. Like he was like supposed to be like a you know a tr- like a Trout level player, a Tatis level player. Uh, you know, he, he's a nice player, but he's another guy you're going to have to sign to the like Lindor deal. And I just think, like I've always said, I think Lindor is overrated. I didn't love the deal, but you have to you have to sign him after you trade for him. And it's the same thing with Bryant. You have to sign him once you trade for him. Um, but Baez is a wizard defensively, so. Yeah, that's that's, that's, yeah, the, that's the, the big. Like him and Lindor, that's the, him and Lindor, that's the best double play in, in, in baseball. I mean. Yeah, and what's Baez's age? He's around the same age, right? Like high 20s? I would say I would say I would say twenty eight, yeah. If it's I really had, crazy that guess. Cubs core like they're just not gonna they're not gonna have any of them. You know, four years later. Yeah, Baez is twenty eight. They yeah. got one. They got one World Series out of the, those like Bryant, three huge. Bryant's three twenty nine. Yeah, it's crazy. But for them, that's that's good because they had none in a million years before that that's very true um, but, i mean now that like rizzo's 31 rizzo's probably gonna end up going to the Sox. did pretty sure Yankees, i mean the the cubs are just gonna be like legitimately bad next year yeah they're gonna be terrible they might win like 50 games yeah all right well with this exciting week we got coming up we're gonna head out um another great episode but make sure you follow us on all the socials uh, check out the store, BleacherFan.com, uh, BleacherFan Sports, BleacherFan everywhere you we are on all the platforms. Um, we will catch you next week.